Hello, mamas. There is a new pandemic here in 2023. It's not COVID. And I'm filming this on April 1st, but it's not an April Fool's joke. There is a new pandemic and it is plagiarism. Okay? I'm not talking the stuff that's good. Um, just like copying Wikipedia articles for an essay that you have to turn in. No, that keep doing that. The plagiarism I'm talking about is creative plagiarism, okay? I don't know if you've noticed, but there really hasn't been anything original at really at all in the past freaking like 10 years, basically. And that, that what I'm talking about is plagiarism in music, plagiarism in movies, plagiarism in TV, um, freaking YouTube, TikTok. Everyone is copying everyone. Is it good? Is it bad? What does this mean? We're gonna get right at you. That was so like, <laughs> such like a like a radio podcast interview. What does this mean? We'll get right back to you. Right. Um. We'll get we'll get into it right after this quick break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I want to first talk about music plagiarism, okay? Because this one is maybe, like, I'd say the hardest to avoid and the most frustrating. Obviously, with music, we have such a limited amount of chords, and there's only so many ways you can make a song. So, so many songs just end up sounding the same, and this is, like, a problem that a lot of, like, artists and stuff run into. And one example is, like, Olivia Rodrigo made a song that was so close to a Paramore song that she had to give up millions of dollars in royalties to Paramore because it was so similar. Um, and I believe that also happened with her and Taylor Swift. Um, and it's like, it, it's not like, that's not even like malicious plagiarism. Okay. Like the songs just like literally sounded similar. So Olivia Rodrigo had to pay like millions of dollars. And it's like, this happens so often. Like, I swear to God, every freaking month I hear like, this artist is being sued because they copied this person's song. And it's like 90% of the time they didn't, they weren't even aware that like the original song existed and it just happened to sound the same because like, we're like, we've run out of music. Like, like y'all, we are out of fucking music. There's no more like songs that have been like that have unique choruses unless you just like took your face and smashed it against the keyboard like yeah you could probably create like an original thing would it be a masterpiece no but it would be original but obviously with music it's like you know patterns and there's certain ways that you have there's certain things you have to do to make it sound good okay you can't just like literally push random buttons and make a song but that's kind of where we're almost at with music um, so, like, that's one thing, like, artists almost copying each other, but then there's, like, the other thing with, like, sampling. So, I'm sure you've, like, heard songs before where all of a sudden, like, th there's, like, a part of a different song that's in it. That's called sampling. It's when, like, an artist, I think Kanye West made this, like, pretty popular. Like, he would just take, like, old kind of, like, 
R&B songs from like the 90s or 80s and then like chop it up, speed it up, slow it down, rap over it, things like that. And that was like a very kind of like creative original thing to do. I think like especially within like rap and hip hop, like sampling is such a like it can be done so well and I think there's a lot of thought that goes into sampling. But then you have cases like I don't know if you've heard it, but there's that Elton John song where it's like and that's like an original song that he made i don't know when like 20 30 years ago and he literally just fucking copy and pasted it and added like new bridges and like the things around the chorus and like called it a fucking day and like added britney spears like that is insane to me like i listened to it and i thought it was like a remix i was like oh like that's an interesting song remix no he like literally just made it like a new song like that would that'd be like if i just took this podcast um added some fucking fart noises at the end and then just like re-uploaded it 10 years from now and was like hey (laughs) y'all new episode alert new episode out now like that is really crazy and i kind of thought that was like a weird and like evil thing to do at first but then i realized like like big artists do that too like um Beyonce has like a new song on her album what is it called Renaissance uh it's the last song I think called Summer Renaissance and it samples the song it's like oh you're so good you're so good you're so good uh, oh something love I can't remember the original name but like fully samples it and like it's not just like one part of the song is sampling it's like the entire like beat of the song is that song and it's like obviously there's some songs that are just so iconic that it's like fun to play with like remixing and sampling and like making something new of it. But I feel like there's a conversation to be had about like when they do that and it adds fucking nothing like the Elton John song. And I'm no music critic. I like to pretend like I am, but I'm no music critic. Like I really don't have skin in the game here. I can't like talk about if this is like a really good thing or not. But what I do have skin in the game for is being a creator. And I'd like to talk about plagiarism within the creator community. And, you know, when you think of TikTokers and you think of YouTubers that copy people, I'm sure some of y'all are thinking of a person I'm about to talk about. And that is Topper Guild. Okay, this dude... (laughs) I don't even, like, want to, like, give him any more kind of, like, like you know like he just has such a presence on tiktok that just irks me so much because it's like the least quality content i think you could find on the platform and i don't frequently just say really harsh things like that and like name drop people and just say that shit but i'm gonna say it because it's fucking true his videos aren't good um he, the first time I saw him, he was, like, dumping, like, a fucking bucket of, like, milk onto cereal. And this is one thing that he got gets a lot of flack for, is, like, he made all these videos, like, wasting food. Um, and I think he's trying to be on, like, a whole kind of, like, redemption arc kind of thing. Like, he made, I think he made some videos being, like, I'm no longer wasting food. I'm not the guy that wastes food or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. And I'm probably, like, just making that shit up. Like, I don't keep track of of him i just like see against my will updates about him um but i listened to this one really interesting podcast and 
um, there was this video that he copied from this other YouTuber. And it, sorry, it was a YouTube short. And it's not like they, it's not like he just copied the idea, like the general concept, which is one thing, which I, we'll get into later, but he straight up just copied the entire video shot for shot, edit for edit, um, like word for fucking word. <laughs> it like, it's crazy. It really was fucking crazy. It's like, why not just download that person's video and re-upload it to your account? Like, what's the point of fully copying it? It it honestly blew my mind. And I was talking with um, the YouTuber who got copied. Uh, and, like, he was saying how, like, we need some sort of, like, system that, like, whether it be on YouTube or TikTok, to, like flag when a video like the idea of it and the concept is just like actually fucking stolen like i don't even like it's so perplexing to me because i don't even see like what you fucking gain from that like obviously maybe like some views some subscribers like uh, like i'm sure a bunch of the people that watched topper guilds um video haven't seen the original so it feels like a new thing and i don't know what his intention was i don't know if he was trying to like get away with it and like think no one fucking noticed but like the original video had like millions of views so like nice try buster real nice try there um i don't know and also this person uh i think is just like a very kind of like drama and conflict hungry person like I'll go to his channel and it's just like, my beef with blank YouTuber, blah, 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 blah. I squashed the beef with blank YouTuber, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, I really don't know, like, what he thought he was doing. Don't go look it up. Like, don't even, like, give him more <laughs> attention or anything. But um, it, it really fucking blew my mind. Because that's, like, a level of copying that I don't think I've ever seen. And, like, to be, like, that shameless about it, to just straight up rip it and post it is so crazy. Another thing I want to talk about, like, which is kind of more widespread than this, like, one crazy-ass dude, is, uh, like, creators copying styles of YouTubers. This, like, is obviously really popular right now, or, like, a really contentious topic of debate because um as y'all know mr beast is like the biggest youtuber in the world um and with that there's like tons and tons and tons of creators just like straight up copying him and it's funny because he's not exactly the kind of person that you can copy because his videos are like not able to be replicated like, <laughs> most people don't have, like, a million dollars to spend on a video, which is, like, you know, a lot of the appeal for a lot of his videos. So, you see, like, YouTubers do these, like, really shitty, like, <laughs> like, they'll, like, cough up what they have. It's so sad. They'll be like, I gave $10,000 to, on a plane ticket first class. But this was, I had to ask my mommy for 5000 of it because I don't actually have $10,000. It's like shit like that. And, you know, like there's one thing to like copy the kind of concept of giving away money and stuff. But, you know, Mr. Beast has like pioneered a lot of different types of content. And I'm, I'll get into this later. We're not going to sit here and like act like, like my content hasn't been inspired by him. I think there's a important conversation to be had about inspiration versus like plagiarism. We'll get into that in a little bit. 
um, because they're not the same thing. They're, they're, they're cousins, but they're not twins. Um, <laughs> so like he, I think is like one of the most copied people right now because I feel like people on YouTube have this taste for like things you've never seen before. And what Mr. Beast is really good at doing is like blowing things up that are like maybe kind of average, but like on an insane level. So like, say like every, everyone goes on plane, everyone flies on plane here and there. He does video $500,000 plane ticket. Um, everyone watch squid game. He, he makes squid game. It's like things like that. Like he'll take like things that are very rec- like recognizable and then make it Mr. Beastified and like make it huge. And that's not something that like literally anyone else on YouTube can do. So it's like really crazy to see people try and do that because like, um, who did I fucking see do it? I think it was like Brent Rivera or something did like another squid games video. It might've even come out before Mr. Beast's video, but I know Mr. Beast announced like early on that he was going to like remake Squid Game. But anyways, it was like, you can, t- I'm sure you guys have seen, but you can tell when like a YouTuber's like just copying him, but it's like worse. It's like the fucking dollar store version. It's like the Shein version. Um, so like, you know, it's very apparent, especially in the thumbnails. Sometimes they'll literally just straight up copy the thumbnail and like Photoshop their face in. That's crazy to me. Um, and some people just straight up copy like the concept of his videos and like will just try and redo it with like either like less money that they give away or like just the whole videos on a smaller scale. And it's kind of embarrassing to see. But that being said, that whole kind of like wave that he's created on YouTube is almost like um it's definitely like that like inspiration has like bled into almost everywhere on YouTube it's bled into my videos like I've tried like some formats and some things on my main channel that are like very much inspired by Mr. Beast and like um I literally did a video like uh like doing Mr. Beast things but like with five dollars like shit like that um and you know like when okay I'll get into my experience with being copied okay so (laughs) I started posting if you're familiar with my TikTok account I have this like kind of format where it's like a minute long video it's like a kind of skit usually like very silly very um like satirical even though a lot of people think it's real like I did a video where I had a piece of dry ice and then I like pretended that I put it oh ah! <laughs> Ow! my freaking leg just cramped so bad <laughs> sorry for the listeners that was fucking crazy oh <laughs> I literally felt the muscle like reverse anyways <laughs> anyways back to my format um like i had this video like i think my biggest video has like 50 million views or something on tiktok i think it has more on shorts uh it's like i basically i got a piece of dry ice uh i put it in my toilet and then pretended like it blew all the pipes up in my neighborhood and flooded the whole neighborhood i've talked about this before the whole video is like it's not real i like got footage like months before of like my neighborhood when it flooded um 
And I just threw in so many things to, like, make sure that people knew it was satire. And still so many people were like, oh, so you think property damage is funny, motherfucker? Like, <laughs> but that's, like, kind of my format is, like, these, like, it's almost like a, a parody of, like, the day-in-the-life vloggers on TikTok being like, hey, guys, so today I walked my dog and then I went for brunch at this local cafe and then I clocked into, like, I just like kind of making fun of that whole side of TikTok. And furthermore, just like making fun of, um, you know, playing with like people's believability and gullibility on TikTok kind of. Um, I think like I it's the reason I make my videos is because I want TikTok to go back to a point where like there wasn't real shit on there. Like. <laughs> This is such like an old head take of mine, but like I miss when TikTok was like all jokes and stuff. And somewhere like in the past couple of years, TikTok is like literally so like about education and it's about like, like life hack DIY. Here's a recipe you can make. Um, did you know this lake flooded a town? It's like all very real. And I feel like people are starting to like just blankly take content at face value on TikTok. And that's something that scares me. And that's why I have so much fun making my videos because A, it's like obviously satire. I'm not just like in the business of making videos to like trick people for the sake of tricking people. But um, I like making videos that like are satirical of the people that take TikTok seriously. But besides that, right after this quick break, I'm gonna get into my experiences with that format I'm getting copied. Okay. Okay, so I don't like <laughs> I don't often like go through my um my for you page anymore. I have like time limits, but sometimes when I go on TikTok, I'll check like my mentions and tags. And I remember there was this dude that kept coming up. I mean, this happened a, a, a few times now, um, but more recently there was this dude. I won't say his name, but made videos like very 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 similar in the style that i would make them and i'm not trying to like fucking gatekeep my style of video at all like it's something that is like so like i was like i don't really even see it as like my style or anything i was just like like kind of one of the first people to do it and when i say kind of i mean that because there was this other girl who blew up in 2020 who was actually like from the same province as me in Canada. Um, and she made these videos that like, they were similar in format, but like the style was a little different. Like she would make these very fast, like kind of vlogs. And that was like something that no one really did on TikTok before, but it was like these really fast voiceover vlogs. She'd do like literally like a hundred shots in like 60 seconds. And I like kind of copied that, that format, but then my style was like more like humorous and like hers a lot of times was like involved like cooking and stuff. And like, I, I like wasn't out here cooking. I was just like doing like random skits. Like my neighbor is looking at me through the window, like shit like that. So, um, like obviously like I was literally inspired by her stuff. So that's why I don't even like really see it as like my format. Um, but you know, it's, like, something that, like, literally, well, I, like, pretty much anyone can do. Like, it's, like, it's so broad. It's just, like, a minute-long video. Like, I even have trouble, like, explaining, like, what kind of content I do in TikTok. Because it's, like, it like, every video is so different, but they're all, like, kind of, like, the same. It's, like, minute-long skits about, like, what the fuck ever. 
with like a billion cuts and like it's like a voiceover and sometimes i like throw in like a little uh twist at the end shit like that like i don't know how to explain it but there was this dude that pretty much did a video in the same way as mine on tiktok um and it was weird so like i did I, I hate like thinking about this era but, like in like 2020 when I like first started doing these I had such a fucking annoying voice for the voiceover like I was like <laughs> let me try and like recreate it today I was wa- <laughs> let me just like freestyle this shit today I went to 7-Eleven to get some taquitos but I wanted my taquitos so bad but they had no taquitos left so I went to the cashier and put their head on the taquito rack and turned the- and like I don't even know why the fuck I like did that voice <laughs> and it's not like I, I just like made that voice up like that's just like how i sound when i'm like really excited kind of but also like it's oh god it's really fucking annoying it's really hard to watch those back and like so he like he one thing was like he kind of copied the format but then he also just kind of like copied like the intonation of my voice and like it was like the deliverance of the voiceover was like the exact kind of way I did it. Um, and like, if I just saw it on my for you page, I like wouldn't think much of it, but then I saw like, like I literally still to this day get like tagged in it. And it's not even that big of a video, but like all the top comments and stuff were like, Ben of the week, dupe, Ben of the week, dupe. And I was like, wait, maybe this like Loki is a little strange. And so, um, it was weird to be on, like, the receiving end of, like, getting copied because, like, like, I didn't really think it was, like, that malicious or anything. It's funny, though, because, oh, there was this other guy, I think it was, like, in 2021, who, like, straight up just, like, copied the format. Like, it was, like, even more blatant than this dude, but um, it was, like really it was like really cringe and like all the comments too were like better the week dupe but the thing was like i think he was like he didn't like he started to like filter the comments and like hi, like hide ben of the week and like he never followed me or anything so it was like really interesting i know he was following on a burner account or something but um <laughs> so I've been on, like, the receiving end of it, but I can't be that mad because, like, I understand that, like, so many creators, like, like, you have to, like, get inspiration from, like, places, and, like, if that's other creators, then that's, like, how it is, but, like, even, especially when you're starting out, like, the second guy that I mentioned here, he, like, literally only made videos, like, kind of in the, like, the style of me, and I think he got to, like, 300k or something, and, um... Like, that's, like, that's how he, like, got his start, I guess. And I, like, like I mentioned, like, with my format, like, it's not, like, fully my format. Like, I didn't fucking pioneer that. Um, a lot of it was, like, like the kind of, like, cadence and, like, intonation and, like, style and pace of it was, like, very much inspired by this girl who, like, did it first. And so, like, that's why I can't be that mad because it's, like, such a thin line. Unless you're fucking Topper Guild, then you're, like... <laughs> there's there's no coming back from that but like it's a it's a really like weird gray area because especially when like credit's not given i don't know it's a whole conversation maybe i can get into it another time but i also just want to talk about movies because this is one thing just like 
in the broader scheme, I'm like trying to scroll down on my notes app. In like the broader scheme of things, like just like originality being dead, I think movies are such a a kind of like it's like one of the first things to go. Like I watched John Wick four um recently or I don't know why I said recently, it was like yesterday. And I fucking hated it. I like really didn't like it. It just felt, and I felt weird because like I went on Letterboxd and like Rotten Tomatoes and it like everyone was loving it. They're like, it's so good. And like, I recognized that like it was like the fight scenes were awesome. Like that was all epic, yada, yada, yada. But I just could not shake the feeling. I was like, holy fuck. Am I really in the movie theater watching a fourth John Wick movie in the past 10 fucking years? Like, <laughs> it's, I don't think that, se- like, movies should be able to have more than three sequels. Like, that's insane. Because it's, like, where does it end? And it's, like, not even, like, like, I don't even think the character, like, really grew or gained anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. But it's, like, nothing, there was no new shit. It was just he killed more people. And I was, like, okay. Like, and then another another sequel that I hated was freaking Avatar 2. Like, it just, it felt like the most useless sequel. It's, and it's like, you can't even really be mad at it. You can't even like knock the game because when you have like movies as big as John Wick and as big as Avatar, these movie companies know that if they make a sequel, they're gonna make billions of dollars. Like, duh. It's like the easiest decision for them to make. And most people are like, bro, I have a hiccup. Most people are like content with just taking whatever sequels thrown at them. And they can like even be pretty fucking bad and they'll still be like, thank you, mommy, more please. Like it's, it's not like, it's crazy. And like, it can be done right. Like I'm not out here saying that every sequel ever made is bound to be bad. And like the only good movies from now on are like complete original ideas. Like the new Puss in Boots movie, amazing the newest batman movie amazing and the batman one really shocked me because i'm at like a point where i'm like really struggling to enjoy like these superhero mcu like remakes reboots shit like that especially batman when there's been like how many batman movies in the past like two decades it's so crazy and i really love the christopher nolan ones didn't really like I don't even remember what the one was after that. And then I really liked the one with Robert Pattinson. So it's like, you know, sometimes they really get it right. And I think like some stories and some characters are just like so good that like you could make endless sequels. Like for the most part, I would keep watching Batman movies until like the day I die or some shit. And same with Joker. Like there hasn't been that many bad movies with like Joker in it minus like Suicide Squad. So it can be done right, but it's, like, so fucking obvious when they're just, like, pumping out a sequel just because it's going to make money. And I wonder if, like, we as a society are going to get to a point where we just, like, stop watching these sequels. Like, I feel like we're going to get tired at some point, and it's going to be, like, we'll be walking into the theater, see, like, fucking Avengers 19, and be like, oh, my God. Can we stop? Please stop! Ah! So I don't know how we'll get to that point. And the thing is, like, there I'm not like out here trying to say like there's no good original movies anymore. Like, we're not that far gone yet. Like, 
some really good like original movies that stuck out to me that had like brand new kind of like plots and like things I'd never even really seen before in movies. It was like Barbarian. That is like a horror movie that's really great. I highly recommend you watch it. It's like got such a, like an interesting plot structure, like the way they like made it. Um, it's so like rich in the characters. Um, Banshees of Inishirin, very, very, very good. Even though the title sounds a lot like fucking Ed Sheeran and it puts me on edge. Um, like that was just like a fucking concept that I had like, it was so weird. Like the movie is like literally just about two friends, like having beef with each other. And it sounds like so stupid, but it's like the funniest movie ever. Um, but also like so dark. And like, there's times where I was like, is this a horror movie? Is this a comedy? Shit like that. And then like everything everywhere all at once, God forbid they make a fucking sequel. If they make a sequel, I will scream. But like, we're still getting like these original like works and I think people are starting to realize, like, this is, like, where we're going to find the good entertainment is, like, providing opportunities for, like, these really unique pieces of film, art, TV, video games to, like, stand out. Like, why the fuck are we making, like, a Call of Duty game every year? We can make one, and that'll be good. That, that, okay, but then on the other hand, let's talk about things that do need sequels. Fucking Grand Theft Auto 5. Where is Grand Theft Auto 6? Like, they clearly missed out on the memo on that one because they just won't release a sequel. And I know the sequel will be good because Grand Theft Auto 5 was good. So, like, what is that about? How come? But, I mean, that's a different kind of story in entertainment capitalism. That's just because they keep making bank off of GTA 5 and they're not going to release GTA 6 until y'all stop buying their stupid little DLCs that they drop every freaking month. So, like, I don't know when it comes to that. But just overall, like, it really sometimes feels like creativity is dead. And it's like, how can we blame these people that on the low end plagiarize and on the high end like Topper Gill just like completely copy like it's sometimes feels like everything's been done whether it be um every movie every tv show every type of youtube video it's like what the fuck else is there sometimes to do and that's something I struggle with a lot of the time I'm like how do I make videos that like no one has seen before without like doing something actually fucking insane and that like pressure has like driven me to do like more kind of like scary videos that I was like like really on edge about so you know it's something i struggle with and like you know so many videos that i've made like they're not necessarily copying but like the format's been done so many times like obviously omegle um like that shit everyone's done prank calling like that's not original like (laughs) i didn't fucking invent prank calling um obviously like there's some entertainment value i think in like you know say omegle but then it's like a person that you enjoy watching on Omegle or like prank calling, but it's a person you enjoy watching doing prank calling, things like that. And I've had a lot more fun on YouTube, I will say, like trying out new things, even though like some of them flop, like, damn, like I tried. Um, and I'm having a lot of fun, like just trying new original things. Um, but yeah, fuck, like, we got nothing left. The creative juices, the creative lake that the creative juices come from is run bone dry. Um, but anyways, let's read some of your guys' drama before we go. Alright, Momus, thank you for sticking around at the end of the episode. Let's get into our drama. But I have some drama with y'all first. 
Um, Y'all know I love reading your drama, and I read almost all of them, but please keep it short and sweet if you want me to read it on the pod. Some of y'all are commenting entire dissertations, and I got places to be, fuck! Um, But yeah, if you want to comment it, just comment down below on the YouTube version of this podcast, but please keep it a little bit shorter, like three sentences max. Just stuff you want advice on. Um, but this one comes from Mal's. Mal says, my drama is there's this one girl in one of my friend groups that replaced me, even though I introduced her to them. And my best friend spends so much time with her now and doesn't like me as much anymore. What do I do? But that is literally one of the worst feelings in the world. I'm not even kidding. Like I'd rather get hit in the fucking nuts by like a 400 mile per hour baseball than have this happen. Like I really feel for you. It is not fun at all when you like introduce someone like that was your friend like you did the 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 honors of bringing this person to your friend or friends and then they like that person more that shit hurts so bad but um i mean some people just don't like respect friend code and you know obviously like your friends i mean i would hope like would want to keep being friends with you but if they are just willing to find someone else that they might click with more and then just abandon you that's like not fair and they probably weren't gonna be good friends in the long run anyways so i'm really sorry that happened but thank you for submitting your drama tell them they're stinky as shit uh, I love y'all so much thank you so much like once again for tuning into the podcast and thank you for freaking six million on youtube what Ah, uh-huh. like every day, then like the I, the number next to my subscriber subscriber count makes no sense. I actually have no like framework of being able to process that. I'm so like just forever thankful to y'all. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna tear up. I'm not gonna tear up. I'm so forever thankful to y'all for like making like my dreams come true. Like not to be cheesy, but like if y'all have been here for a minute, you know like. I've been, like, doing YouTube since I was literally 10, and now I'm 23. I've been doing it for more than half of my life. The other half, I was, like, eating carrots and mac and cheese and, like, being an infant. So, like, this is all I know, and to be able to do this for y'all is an actually an actual dream come true. So, thank you. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave it five stars on Spotify. A little five-star review helps your boy out. And also, please rate it five stars on apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your little podcast and uh i'll see you guys next wednesday take care if you haven't subscribed to the youtube channel you know you can give a little subscribe if you feel like it and i love you i'll see you next wednesday take care bye mamas